Hi, I'm Jay Edidin. And I'm Miles Stokes. And normally this is where you'd be listening to Jay and Miles Explain the X-Men, a weekly podcast all about the ins, outs, retcons, clones, and time travel of comics' greatest superhero soap opera. Or occasionally this would be Hawk Talk, which we used to do regularly, where we talk about random other stuff. But this is kind of something else. Yeah, today we, um, well, like Hawk Talk, this is, this is totally unedited um, and off the cuff. But um, instead, of, instead of focusing on, on a specific theme, we wanted to take today to talk about um, something that's really important to us involving current events, stuff that's going on, and what we're doing in response. Yeah, so as uh, many of you have probably noticed, there is a great deal of anti-LGBTQI legislation going around right now. A lot of which is specifically focused on on trans youth, and all of which is specifically youth-focused. Yes, exactly. And uh, one of the more prominent examples of that is what you may have heard described as the Don't Say Gay Bill, which is Florida House Bill 1557. Right, so HB 1557, which passed and has been... uh, signed into law in Florida, basically restricts teachers and schools from any kind of discussion of gender or sexuality, implicitly non-straight, non-cisgender or or sexuality. And it also requires schools to report to parents if kids um, come out to teachers. And of course, this is all being portrayed by the bill's authors and supporters as something to protect children, you know, from getting ideas into their heads before they're old enough to understand them. Obviously, this is not what's happening here. This is not keeping anyone safe at all. And in fact, it's putting kids at much, much higher risk because a lot of people who aren't safe coming out at home find sympathetic teachers to talk to first or first start coming out in a school environment. It's also really important in general for kids to see themselves and their families reflected in the materials they cover in school. In addition to queer and trans kids, there are plenty of kids who come from families with queer and trans parents, and those families are also going to be abruptly erased from curricula. Yeah, and this sort of thing is spreading. This uses some th- a strategy that we've seen in Texas with some of their anti-abortion legislation there, where basically anybody who disagrees with what's happening or who notices anything going against this law, any teachers who dare to actually educate their kids about these topics, they can sue them. It's sort of a, a bounty hunting sort of situation, which is real gnarly, not okay. So... As you might know, we both grew up in Florida. Neither of us lives there now. Neither of us has lived there for a very long time. And on one hand, it's it's easy to sort of blithely say, well, yeah, Florida, fuck it. But on the other hand, there are a lot of people who live in Florida, and a lot of those people are queer and trans youth, and we're not willing to just sort of cheerfully leave them behind. Exactly. And so we decided we were going to encourage people to donate to uh, organizations fighting this legislation. We looked around. There are a lot of good ones. Uh, The one we found that we decided to support is called Equality Florida. They've been around for about 25 years. They're the biggest civil rights organization in Florida that focuses on LGBTQI rights. And a few days ago, at the end of March, they joined a lawsuit challenging this bill. So here's what we're doing. Um, We are raising money for Equality Florida throughout April. Um, We put up some matching funds. We've had a number of amazing, amazing, generous folks anonymously add to that. At this point, as we're recording to this, as as we're recording this, we're in a position to match um, up to $6,000 in donations, although hopefully we're going to end up going higher. 
And um, we are we're also offering a number of rewards for folks who who donate to Equality Florida this month. Um, you can check all of that out at explainthexmen.com slash equality. But Miles, do you think should we should we talk about some of the some of the rewards? Do this proper NPR pledge drive style? Uh, yes, yes, because they are goofy and we think you will like them. And also we may have gotten, gotten a little in over our heads on this one, but, uh, it's for a good cause. So, so be it. So, uh, yes, if people donate, I believe it's $25, then we will thank them on the show. Not like the full on Angry Claremontian narrator, Shinobi Shaw, whatever thing to, to clarify, but we will be very grateful to you and we will say your name and how much we love you on an episode of the podcast. If you donate... $50 or more, Miles, who asked that I specify anywhere this comes up adamantly that he is not an artist, will draw you an ex-avatar. Yeah, so I used to draw a lot of X-Men when I was a kid, and my artistic style, when I was about eight years old, I decided, you know what? That's fine. We never need to change this style. So that's kind of what it's going to look like, just so you know what you're getting into. But yes, as long as it's X-related, I, I will draw, like, you know, you or your cat or whatever as freaking Gambit, or we'll talk. We have options. If you donate a hundred bucks or more, we will, and we stole this one directly from NPR, we will record a custom voicemail greeting for you. Indeed we shall. Uh, I mean, I don't have to yell what, but like, I could. Again, you have options. And if you donate $200, then Jay's gonna knit you a hat. Yes, I am. Um, actually what I'm probably gonna do is send you a hat that I've been furiously knitting for the last week and a half, because I, I got a head start on these. Um, they're fancy, they're cabled. Um... So they're, they're cable hats. Hey, hey. And uh, as someone who has multiple Jay Edidin created hats, they're, they're very good. They're very excellent hats. Uh, Finally, and, the big yes, one. The, um, the if big you one. Donate, sorry, what? Oh, the big one, exactly. The big one. If you donate $500 or more, we, re- we will record a custom Hawk Talk episode on a topic of your choice. Now, options here are pretty obvious. Like, you have sky's the limit. I want to also say... To those of you who have contacted the show about advertising, this is literally your one chance ever to get us to talk about your business on the podcast. Uh, yes. I mean, at least, you know, a little. Uh, so... Well, you know, at least for the length of a hawk talk. Exactly. So anyway, uh, this is obviously something extremely important to us. We think it's extremely important in general. And if you're in a position to donate to Equality Florida, regardless of the rewards, we think that's worthwhile. Uh, we do also want to say that since this is one of the only one of the many attacks on queer youth in the country. There are lots of other organizations doing really important things in other states as well. Yes. And I mean, other countries everywhere. Basically, if you're in a position to help anywhere, we would love it if you did so. And if you're not in a position to do so financially, like, totally fine. We totally get it. But there's also some stuff you can do to help there if you'd like. Right. And we wanted to spend some time talking about that too, because hopefully, I mean, we're doing this for the month of April, but we'd love to see its impact extend beyond then. And what we'd really love to see is it, it, it branch out into other grassroots fundraising and activism campaigns. So to start with, one of the things you can do is something like this, is is basically encourage other folks to donate to start a fundraising campaign. Um, you can also get in touch with your elected officials at every level because local, you know, local and district and city resistance to stuff like this is critically important as well as state and national level. If you're in a state like you know, I, I'm really lucky. I live in New York, which proactively passes bills against this kind of shit. Um, but I also try to get in touch with my representatives and let them know that that's a real plus for me. <laughs> um, that's that's that, that's that's something that keeps me actively voting for them. 
and I totally get like contacting elected officials. It can be really intimidating. It intimidates me. That that makes a lot of sense. But it is easier than you think it is. You can just send a letter. If you call, you're just going to get, you know, somebody whose job it is to answer the phones and you don't need to have it be elaborate. You don't need to make this giant compelling argument. Just say, hey, these are things that are important to me. Please encourage this elected official that I am calling and I'm talking to the phone answering person of to support these positions. It means a lot. And if you can call, please do, because a phone call is worth so many emails and so many letters just in terms of impact and and the folks that it gets through to. And like, if you want, you could do it in Gambit's voice or whatever. Might make you a little less credible. I'm not sure, but at least it would be more fun that way. You can also find a lot of phone scripts online via different activist sites if if phone calls are something that you have a rough time with. Something that I try to do when I'm going to be calling officials is just write out everything that I'm going to say ahead of time and just read it off. Because it's usually not a conversation. Like, you're literally usually just calling to be like, this is my opinion. Now it has been made known. Thank you for your time. Yeah. And that stuff, legislators pay attention to that stuff. Something I also want to make sure we mention is that one of the most important things you can do is just to take care of the people in your in your life. Take care of your friends, your family members, your coworkers. There are, of course, the people who are being directly impacted by these laws, but there are also the people who are having a really hard time living in a world where this sort of thing is happening, which is most of us in various ways and some of us more than others. So just being there to listen, being there to offer support, being there to take care of people when they need to be taken care of is incredibly important. And conversely, being there to challenge, being there to start conversations, and being there to help other people understand why this is something that you care about so much can make a critical, critical difference. Um, The other thing I want to put out there is looking for opportunities to volunteer. A lot of places are currently, um, currently recruiting volunteers, both for direct and for remote work. So if you have if you have a little bit of time or if you have more time than money right now, that is a great, great way to make your voice heard and to to get some impact in. Very much so. So lots of options, like kind of whatever you can do, go for it. There are so many different ways to do good right now, and I don't don't think many of them are really better than any other ways. We need to be fighting this fight in in multiple directions together. And to our queer and trans listeners, especially those of you in Florida or in states where you're dealing with this kind of legislation, we see you, we hear you, and we've got your back. 